This past week, Monday through Friday, I've been away on family vacation, which not only allows me to gain uh, some whiskers on my face and a good tan, but every time I spend time with good people, I gain a new perspective. And my family, you would think the priest would be like one of the, the more decent human beings in the family. You'd be wrong. Um, my siblings are just really fantastic people, and they've married really fantastic people, and they have really wonderful children. So I was trying to put my finger on this in prayer all week. What is it about this family that allows nearly 40 people to be under the same roof and not kill each other for five days? And the gospel gave me the answer. It's vigilant love. It's love that anticipates the needs of others. It is love that gives and gives and gives and does not count the cost. The vigilance of family love. So what does that look like? Well, it looks like that brother-in-law of mine who at every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, he would be the first up from the table, even if he had cooked it, he'd be the first up from the table to start washing dishes. It looks like my brother who could sit by the pool reading a book, making sure that the children weren't drowning. And on one occasion, the kid spent a little bit too much time under the water, and he was in that water really quickly. That's vigilance. It's my sister who is always anticipating the needs of everyone. She's, she's the, I won't say oldest, wisest sister, who can give you what you need before you've even asked for it. It's my two oldest nieces and nephews, niece and nephew, 15 and 16 years old, teenagers, who at the drop of a hat, seeing that one of the little cousins was in need, would run to entertain them. Vigilant love. And finally, it was the vigilance of prayer all week long as well. And you would think that it was just the priest kind of running prayer all day. It was no, it was everybody's suggestion. My oldest, oldest brother, it's noon, let's pray the Angelus. Let's pray a short prayer to Our Lady. Oh, when are we saying Mass, Father? What's, what's the plan? Let's say a family rosary together. Small things, but meaning, meaningful things. A vigilance of love for each other and for our Lord. And that leads to peace. Blessed are those servants whom the Master finds vigilant at his arrival, our Lord tells us. Blessed are those prudent, those clear-thinking servants who know the Master's will and do it. Not rushing to complete the job at the last minute when we see him coming down the road, when we hear him at the door, but having prepared with love day in and day out so that when he knocks, we are ready, ready to serve, ready to love. These servants have, in the words of the Gospel, girt their loins, meaning they've tied up their long robes in order to be able to respond quickly to the needs of their master. God knocks on the door. So vigilance, in this sense, is an attention to the details of loving neighbor and loving God. He, God, in our lives is not an afterthought, not just the last thing on our minds when we're in need, but the first thing on our minds when we wake up in the morning and the last thing 
when we go to bed. God is everything to us. And we're vigilant about loving Him. In his book, Discipline Equals Freedom, former Navy SEAL Jocko Willink wrote, you have to be vigilant. You have to be on guard. You have to hold the line on the seemingly insignificant little things. Things that shouldn't matter, but do. Love requires vigilance. And most often, love requires vigilance in the little things. And the attention to the details of loving our spouse, our children, our siblings, our neighbor, and most especially, our God. If we, with the help of God, are vigilant in love for Him, vigilant in prayer, vigilant in, an, in a regular examination of conscience, and make small but concrete resolutions for growth, acknowledging those areas where we need to grow, and making concrete resolutions for the following day, if we do this for a week, a month, a year, this is how we become saints. This is how we grow in love. This is how we will be those who love in this vigilant manner and will be found ready when our Lord knocks. Just a little time, months, years, decades perhaps, separates us from meeting God face to face. Each day that passes bring us, brings us a little closer to eternity. God does not promise tomorrow. It says in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what any day may bring. What a tragedy it would be to be the soul who repeats for eternity, Ah, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I nearly did, Lord. Rather, to be the one who rejoices in having received love from God and responded vigilantly, daily, in prayer, in love of God and neighbor. So maybe we find ourselves hearing this gospel proclaimed and saying, well, I better get started. Good. That is the cry of a soul in love. Now I must begin. Not worrying about the past. The past is past. Perhaps there's something I need to unburden myself of, be forgiven of, and begin again. We go to confession, we begin again. Every confession is a beautiful moment of victory in the mercy of God, not a moment of sadness. A moment of victory in the mercy of God. Now I begin, says St. Josemaria. This is the cry of a soul in love which at every moment whether it has been faithful or lacking in generosity, renews its desire to serve, to love God with a wholehearted loyalty. Be vigilant each and every day, and you will be saints. Amen.